I'm Taylor Allgood from the University of Cincinnati, and this is a Woman Identified podcast. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of Woman Identified. I'm your host, Taylor Allgood, and today we're going to be talking about food insecurity, particularly on college campuses. Today, I'm joined by two of my lovely friends and coworkers, Joy and Dre. Uh, For those of you who listen regularly, you should know Dre by now. She's been on several episodes this season, but I wanted to take a moment to introduce my coworker, Joy. So hello, Joy, and welcome to Woman Identified. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. So for the listeners out there, um, I just explained that we're coworkers, but um, they don't really, I haven't really discussed much about what I do uh, for work and what we do for work. So if you wanted to just go ahead and like introduce yourself, talk about what you do um, at the Bearcats Pantry and Resource Center, I think that would be a good starting point. Cool. Yeah. So my name is Joy Kostanzik. I am the program coordinator for the Bearcats Pantry. So I'm a full-time staff member here at UC and um, I was hired to oversee all of the day-to-day operations of the pantry. So I coordinate our awesome student workers, um, do food purchasing, coordinate volunteers, coordinate drives, oversee bigger initiatives, and pretty much everything in between. Yeah, pretty much everything. <laughs> I would just stop there. Pretty much everything, period. Um, but thank you so much to the both of you for being my final guests of the season. It's so surreal that we started off at episode one, Outgrowing People, and now we're here at the end of the semester talking about food insecurity um, and how our jobs at the moment relate to that. Um, so I just thought it would be a great way to close out the season by just talking a little bit about um, some upcoming initiatives we have going on, the work that we've been doing, because I feel like, one, it can bring more exposure to the Bearcats Pantry and Resource Center, um, but also it can just shed light on a lot of like misconceptions and things, not only about food insecurity, but about our jobs as well. So without further ado, let's get into the topic. So My first question is more so for Joy. So, um, Joy, would you be able to explain in your own words what the BCP and Resource Center is and what its mission is? Yeah, so the BCP started back in 2016. Um, My supervisor is the Associate Dean of Students, Daniel Cummins, and he works a lot with students in crisis. So back in 2016, he was having meetings with students having various mental health crises, uh, physical health crises, and um, really just a wide range of issues. And through those conversations, saw that food insecurity and homelessness were two Um, prevalent topics that kept coming up. So he decided to create a food pantry. Um, And this was a tiny little closet in French Hall and has since grown into the full resource center um, that we'll be talking about today. So fundamentally, we provide free food, hygiene items, household goods, and other things to any Bearcat in need. So um, not only students, but also some staff and faculty use it as well. But beyond that, we've expanded to have um, a great deal of programs 
programs, including a professional clothing career closet, um, a meal voucher program, to-go bags around campus. Um, Taylor started a great new initiative called Family First to help uh, student parents. And then other things like... um, what else am I missing? The BCP Connections Program, where we do social services support to people with elevated need and healthy also bites. Healthy Bites. Yeah, that's the <laughs> other one, um, which is a new initiative that Taylor had started in her um, role with student government last year, where we actually provide funds directly to students to help purchase healthy snacks between classes. So really, the mission and um, I'd say overarching goal of the Resource Center is to help students with basic needs so they can focus on their academics um, and really just support you because we don't think anyone on campus should be worried about um, what they're going to eat or having clean clothing or, you know, being able to afford all of those basic necessities. Awesome. Okay, so going off of that, now that we know the basic function of the Bearcats Pantry and what our mission is, I want to flip it to all of us. I'm just curious to talk with you all and see, you know, we're with each other a large portion of the week, but we all have kind of different tasks throughout the week in a sense. So I'm just curious to know what are maybe one to two of your favorite things, physical task-wise, like in your job, and maybe what are one or two things that are not so fun behind the scenes? One to two things that are my favorite things to do that are not really like physical tasks, but more like just what I enjoy about the pantry is meeting new people and creating new connections, especially with like facilities workers, donations that come in, um, students, because they're all from around the world Mm -hmm. and we're all different grades, different ages. And I love to spend time with my coworkers. And I like when we work on tasks together, get things done together. The group effort that we have is really nice. It runs smoothly. I just love everybody that I work with. So that's my favorite but the two things that are a little tedious that I do not have the most fun doing are scanning and donations, which Taylor <laughs> knows about, Joy knows about. Stole my answer. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> scanning and donations. You have to have a lot of patience. It's a very tedious task. It can take days depending on how big the donation is. And when we all work together, it works very smoothly. But when one person is scanning and everything, it can become very chaotic and hectic, but we're grateful for the donations. Don't get me wrong. We're very grateful (laughs) for the donations. Another thing that I do is intake forms, which is the form that students have to fill out upon entry in the pantry. It is just a form that we have with the students' information. So if they needed resources for like EBT or cash assistance, we're able to help them with that. And we have a lot of people that visit the pantry throughout the week, like probably how many like one to 200 people that come in a week. So that's 200 forms, you know, that one person has to do. So it can be a little tedious task as well, but it's a necessity and we need it. But that's pretty much it. Yeah, so um, I loved these questions. I liked reflecting on my role. But I'd say my favorite thing really is constantly having to get creative on how to help people in need. Um, That's something, that's one of the reasons I'm so thankful for Taylor and Dre doing so much hard work really on the ground in the pantry because it allows me to focus on these bigger initiatives that we're trying to put in place. And um, our team is just very creative and supportive. And whenever I need opinions or feedback, I feel like we're all kind of brainstorming together. But that's the reason I was able to rattle off such a long list of programs that we have because we've all kind of, you know, we're constantly engaging with students in need and figuring out 
what gaps there are and how we can best fill them. Um, my least favorite is probably it's this is kind of like a big picture thing, but planning constantly planning logistics. Um, I'm so grateful for our volunteers and people that want to donate, but it is a lot of like, you know, where are the gaps in the staffing? When can we get the van across campus? When is this building open? Um, you know, do we have enough people to help sort it? Can I physically carry this bin? How heavy is it going to be? Just so many nitty gritty details that make tasks that seem to be pretty easy and manageable really, you know, take up big chunks of your day. Um, but that's also why it's so great to have uh, volunteers and student workers because together we all we all get it done. Mm-hmm. Hold it down. Yep. It's Joy's favorite thing. <laughs> I would say, like, my favorite physical, like, task would just be, like, any errands that we have to run. Like, like you said, like, just being able to work with your coworkers and just have a good time while doing something that's so meaningful is, like, really fun. Like, one of my favorite things to do is drive the van. <laughs> I always make Taylor drive the van. <laughs> but, like, it's actually become, like, a thing that I like to do. Like, I'm like, ooh, I get to drive the van today. <laughs> you know? So, I don't know. Just little things like that. Just being able to, like, drive, do errands on campus, come back. Um, just, like, seeing the um, pantry, like, fully functioning um, because of all of our hard work and, like, collaboration is, like, super impactful. Um, but I would agree with Dre. Um, we are very thankful for the large donations, but, boy, yeah. <laughs> when you're, like, an individual, scanning in each individual item so that we can have inventory and know what's coming in and going out, um, that does become very tedious, especially, like, when you also have to, you know, tend to the people who are coming in and out um, during those same hours. So as far as, like, that, I wouldn't even say, like, I don't like to do it. It's just more of like a tedious task. You know what I mean? But going off of that, I'm just curious. So we're all in this job now together, um, all very close. But I'm just curious to know before this, before this moment when we've all worked together, what led you to this point? What brought you, what brought us all to this job together? You want me to start, Dre? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my story's a little long because I'm old and seasoned here. But <laughs> um, so back in undergrad, I went to Ohio University and I started as a photography major um, and was really learning about farming, honestly, in the local food system through that major and quickly became super passionate, not only about how food is grown, but also about food access and food inequality. Um, Southeast Ohio, where OU is, is a very rural and impoverished area. So that's super high need of food insecurity. So long story short, switched majors a bunch of times, um, ended up in sociology, also stayed for my master's in sociology, and everything I've done has been around the food system, really trying to figure out what aspect I want to have a full career in. Um, so with that, I've I've cooked, I've farmed, I've worked at nonprofits, um, and just kind of have done everything on the full spectrum of ways you can get involved with local food and helping people access it. Um, so all of that kind of led me to Cincinnati. And when I accepted this job, I had a pretty decent understanding and, you know, education in food insecurity, um, but not necessarily in the urban context. So that's been one of the most exciting parts of this job, too, is really seeing how food insecurity in Cincinnati looks and, you know, what everyone's doing to help that. Mm hmm. 
What about you, Dre? Okay, so my story is a little different. Um, basically, I'm a transfer student. I transferred to Cincinnati uh, fall of 2021. And I had made a Facebook post stating that I was moving. I was excited about my new journey. And I wasn't actively looking for a job, but I needed a job. And um, after I made the post, my uncle reached out to me. And he was like, oh, I have a job for you. Um, his partner actually worked with our boss, Dean Cummins. She was one of his assistants or something like that here at the school. And basically, it was a connection for me. They got me connected with Dean Cummins. We talked on the phone. He hired me right on the spot after we talked for a like, 30, 45 minutes. Um, so really it was just like, it came out of nowhere. It really just came to me out of the blue, but I'm so grateful for it now because like actually being here and learning the work that Joy does too as well. And just what he does is just amazing. It's beautiful and it's opened my eyes to many new experiences and ideas for what I want to do in the future. So that's my story. So you would say it was a BCP connection. It was a BCP <laughs> connection. It was definitely a BCP Sorry, connection. I have, I have That's exactly what days. it was. <laughs> um, yeah, so real quickly, I would just say um, that mine was also kind of by chance. But um, so I was pretty much involved with student government um, since my freshman year. And so I had done a little bit of volunteering with the BCP my freshman year when I lived in Stratford. Um, but then after that, I kind of drifted apart from it for a little bit. But then when I became vice president through student government my junior year, um, I was invited to serve as the student representative on the BCP advisory committee. And that really kind of reconnected me to the whole mission and really re-sparked my interest in a sense in addressing food insecurity. Um, so through that, I became involved again um, with the BCP and their efforts. And then after my term ended this past March, um, Dean Cummins had reached out to me and told me that there was a position open and that he you know, knew about the work that I had done previously as the student representative and you know, just basically asked me if I wanted to apply. And I said, of course. Um, and just through my few months here already like working in this job, I've realized that um, I can combine my passion for addressing food insecurity like with my future career in international affairs. So it all worked out really perfectly. And I'm glad that we all came together through our different stories. <laughs> um, but another question I have is, what's the biggest thing you've learned about basic needs insecurity and or the BCP since working here? Okay, um, so I basically, I just have learned that it does not matter your age. We all experience struggle and insecurity in one way or another. And I realize it's harder to receive help when you're not knowledgeable about the resources out there or you don't have the access to like find out like not everybody has a computer, not everybody has internet, you know, not everybody knows about food pantries because there's a lot of students that come into our pantry and never knew it existed, which I never knew about it either. A lot of colleges don't have pantries like we do as well, which is really great on our part. But um, I also learned that people are very willing to donate whatever they have, no matter like, all you have to do is just ask. People are just so giving. All you have to do is really just, you know, closed mouths don't get fed. So I just realized like a lot of the community here is really like willing to help like, and it's really nice. Yeah, my answer kind of builds on that. I think in what I kind of alluded to before with urban food insecurity, something I've learned a lot about is the amazing network of resources in Cincinnati. I think 
there there's just like no limit on the number of nonprofits, churches, other pantries, people that are really creatively trying to serve Cincinnati as a whole. And they've really welcomed me and the BCP into those conversations. Um, just some examples are like La Soup is a nonprofit that we work with, um, St. George Food Pantry, Last Mile Food Rescue, and the list goes on and on. And we really couldn't do what we do without the help of these broader Cincinnati organizations. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. So we'll just move on to the next question. (laughs) Um, What is one thing you want to debunk or address to people who use or might use the BCP? I often hear people feel embarrassed to come to the BCP or they're apprehensive about coming because you know how our society is. It's just the way that, you know, we are very, what is it? What is the word I'm trying to think of? I don't know. Individual? (laughs) Yeah, individualistic. Like, I don't know how to describe that. But I don't know. Most things that you find at the grocery store or the Kroger up the street, you can find at the BCP and get it for free. Um, Everyone struggles. I use the pantry myself as well as Taylor. Like, uh, our coworkers, we use the pantry. We get a lot of our food from the pantry as well. So I just don't want anybody to ever feel embarrassed. You know, most colleges, like I said, do not have the resource like this one. So definitely use it because it is a big help. And... We are open Monday through Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I would say the same thing. And I do feel like there's a lot of stigma and stereotypes that go around about college experiences. Like, for example, a lot of people, when they hear about my job, will say like, oh, I only ate ramen in college or, oh, they spend all their money on beer. And there's just these big stereotypes around food insecurity, especially for college students. And um, just that is just not the reality. We know the students that use this pantry are in need. Um, and that could look really like anything. That could look like, you know, your car breaks down and you miss a couple shifts at your part-time job. So then you're behind on rent all the way to, you know, growing up in a food insecure household and commuting to UC and still not having that kind of grocery support from your home. There's really no yeah, label or it doesn't look the same for anyone. And um, we really just want to be an open resource that everyone feels comfortable using. So to close, I wanted to take just a minute or so to um, announce some upcoming events and spring hours as well, um, just for people who might listen to this episode and be interested in visiting the BCP. So um, Joy, do you have anything that you wanted to share as far as like upcoming events or hours? Yeah, I would just say the best way to keep up is for sure following our Instagram, which is just Bearcats Pantry, where we post um, every thing but right now we have a family first drive going on and we'll be collecting donations of that those family little kid items um, really indefinitely but we're doing a concerted push right now and then also in the spring we have a lot of plans with athletics to do drives so women's basketball games men's basketball games baseball things like that so if you keep up with our website or social media you'll always see the the updates on when those will be yep And just to close, um, we are located in Stratford Heights, Building 16. So if you go down to Stratford Avenue, we're the building with the green awning. So come give us a visit um, down on the bottom floor, Suite 007. 
Well, thank you so much for this refreshing conversation about our jobs, food insecurity, um, and just the mission of the BCP in general. Um, And once again, thank you for being my final guest of the season. It's been such a fun ride. Um, But with that, this week's episode has come to a close. Thank you so much for tuning in to Women Identified. See you next year. Next year. I know. That's so sad.